Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Biz How To. Welcome to the breakfast show. In today's dynamic business landscape, safeguarding your enterprise and its valuable assets is a top priority. So whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or a budding business owner, understanding the intricacies of insurance, asset protection and financial planning is essential for long-term success. In this how-to today, let's take a look at those issues around risk management and how to insulate your enterprise from potential pitfalls and ensure its sustainable growth. To help us out, we have Tom Green Jair. He is the Senior Group Financial Services Director for Infinity Financial Advisory, who currently manages a portfolio of over 450 individuals, including the mass affluent, high net worth individuals, and ultra high net worth as well. Welcome to the show, Green. Hi, good morning, Ryan. All right, we've got a lot to talk about, but let's start with the very basics. What is the key difference between personal finance and business finance, you know, the thinking behind it. How do you, these differences impact the insurance needs of perhaps a business? Okay, so personal finance is usually simpler and on a smaller scale compared to business finance. There's a couple of key differences. Firstly, personal finance involves managing our own or family's financial resources to meet personal goals and needs. So some of the common examples will be we try to save for retirement, we buy a new house, our kids' tertiary education, and managing our daily expenses. On the other hand, business finance focuses on managing the financial resources of a business or an organisation to achieve strategic objectives such as trying to maximise profits, expand operations, or even improve efficiency. Another difference will be for personal finance, the funds primarily come from one's income and savings and investments and loans. For business finance, it typically relies on a combination of equity, debts, retain earnings to fund its operations and growth. Thirdly, personal finance decisions are made based on individual goals and it revolves around things like budgeting, Mm. savings, investing and managing debt. Whereas for business finance, the decisions are made based on maximising shareholders' value and obtaining business objectives. So it involves more complicated things like capital budgeting, financial analysis and risk assessment. So on a question of how do these differences impact the insurance needs of a business, businesses require insurance policies tailored to their unique risks. So for example, some businesses require insurance to cover their employees in the event that they are injured during the course of work. Mm. Some require public liability insurance in the event that there are injuries or property damages to third parties arising from their operations. Um, some businesses may require business interruption coverage to protect against revenue loss from unexpected disruptions such as natural disasters or equipment breakdowns. So the difference between personal finance and business finance lead to distinct differences for businesses. And personal finance usually require relatively straightforward insurance solutions like Mm. hospitalization, life, critical illness coverage, while business finance require a broader range of insurance coverages to address the specific needs in operating a business. Yeah, I think we're we're quite more familiar with personal finance because we get so much exposure to how uh, much, I guess, retirement needs are critical for us and we need to look at those things. In the same sense, we also need to look at the long-term financial health of many of these businesses. So Mm -hmm. we need to look at the risks that many of these companies face. So walk us through what are some of the, I guess, worst-case scenarios if a business does not take enough adequate coverage. What are some of the 
the loss of assets or liability for injuries or damages they might face if they are not insured properly. Okay, so these are some of the common um, scenarios that I face. So property loss or loss of assets can be due to fire, theft, vandalism, natural disasters or accidents. And without proper property insurance, a business will have to bear the cost of repairing or replacing those assets, which may lead to huge losses. Secondly, businesses can also be held liable for injuries, property damage, financial loss suffered by third parties. So without commercial general liability insurance, businesses may have to pay for legal fees, uh, settlement costs out of their own pocket. Some of the other common risks will be things like potential employee injuries, whereby under our WICA, Work Injury Compensation Act, um, an employee is liable to compensate for an employee's death, sickness, injuries arising out of or during the period of employment. Um, I think lastly, one common one will be also cybersecurity insurance, mm. and that is to protect against data breaches, cyber attacks, um, cybersecurity insurance help to cover the costs associated with data breach, customer notification, and maybe even legal expenses. Yeah, Queen, I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, they start a business, they've got to think about who to employ, what equipment to buy, what shop to get, the location and so on. Then insurance becomes almost an afterthought, right? Mm-hmm. What's the thinking here when it comes to budgeting for insurance? And when you think about some of the different industries, you've probably helped a lot of different people across many different companies. What are some of the, I guess, specific risks that each type of business might need to think about? Okay, so every industry, I mean, it's, it's unique and every industry have their own challenges. So this is why the strategies really differ across industries. Um, just to quote a few common mm. ones for the service and F&B industry. So some of the risks will be things like public liability, foodborne illnesses and employee injuries. So for this kind of industry, you will need coverage such as business interruption insurance, public liability insurance, and even things like workman injury compensation. Um, For the tech industry, the risk will be data breaches, intellectual property disputes, and business interruption. So for the tech industry, um, the common things to cover will be cybersecurity insurance, and even things like business interruption insurance. Yeah, it's quite interesting. You've got a whole list of insurance policies to look at. And the interesting one that stands out for me is cybersecurity. What are we looking at when it comes to cybersecurity? Uh, are we looking at hacking, phishing scams? Uh, what's the coverage like? Um, so cybersecurity insurance, or some call it cyber insurance, um, is really to help mitigate the financial impact of unforeseen incidents. Some of the things that they cover will be things like they cover for repair or replacement mm-hmm. of your computer systems. If let's say they are hacked, they are damaged by hackers. It also help to cover things like IT forensic consultants. They come in to help identify and stop the cyber attack. Um, some insurance also help to cover the temporary transfer of your data to another server. It also pays for compensation to third parties. So in the event of a cyber attack, there may be compensation to your clients, to your business partners for leaked personal information. One more common thing will be it covers for lost business income when you cannot operate right. your business due to a cyber attack. Okay, so quite comprehensive, a long list to look at. We are chatting with Tang Queen Jie. Mm-hmm. He is the Senior Group Financial Services Director for Infinity Financial Advisory. So there's a lot for someone... I guess new coming into the industry, entrepreneur perhaps, starting a new cafe, for example. Now, what's the strategy here they should be thinking about? Because there are so many things to look at. Where should they start? Okay, um, this is what I usually share with my clients because the strategies really require a combination of risk management strategies and thorough understanding of their insurance coverage. So the first thing first, I always advise my clients to conduct a comprehensive risk assessment. Mm. And this is to identify the risks that their business face 
such as, like I mentioned, public liability, property damage, cybersecurity threats, natural disasters, and so on. So it's very important to work with a trusted advisor who really specializes in this aspect of financial planning. Um, it is also very important to regularly review your insurance policies to ensure that they are in line with your current business needs and operations. Keep on updating your coverage as your business grows and ensure that it adequately matches the risk of your business that your business face. So my own practice is I meet up with my clients at least once a year to review their business insurance policies. Um, it is also very important to familiarize themselves with the terms and conditions of their insurance policies because knowing what's covered and what's not is very important for them to make an informed decision. Lastly, I always advise my clients to promote a culture of safety among their employees and to encourage them to take proactive measures to prevent accidents and mitigate risks. So effective safeguarding against business insurance risks really requires a proactive and strategic approach by maintaining proper coverage and implementing risk management practices. Now, how important is it to take care of the assets, for example, the equipment, uh, in terms of asset protection? How is it aligned with the long-term goals of a company? Um, so one, one powerful tool in asset protection and growth is the use of trust. So trust provides a really flexible and effective way to manage assets and protect them from different kinds of risks. So in some cases, a trust is also an effective way to place assets outside the reach of your creditors. So in, in my company, we have an estate planning specialist that we work closely with when it comes to this aspect of financial planning. Okay, and I guess to wrap, wrap things up, you know, we've got so many things to look at when it comes to insurance. Now, is there a sense or is there a risk of being over-insured in a sense when it comes to a business? Because I guess for us, we sometimes have this ratio, how much of a savings should go into insurance. For a business owner, is there a similar way of approaching this? Um, personally, I don't have a, a similar way of approaching this. I think it's important to just regularly mm. review your coverage. Um, identify the gaps that you have. It is also important to, to really understand the potential vulnerabilities in your system, in your businesses, and do regular reviews with a trusted advisor. All right, we've been yep. chatting with Tang Greenjay. He's the Senior Group Financial Services Director for Infinity Financial Advisory. In today's Biz How to, how you can protect your business when it comes to looking at the various insurance policies and this to ensure is sustainable growth and avoid any pitfalls. Thanks for your time today, Quinn. Thank you for having me, Ryan. All right, stay Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.